I'm Jeremy Peterson, joined in the studio today by Denver's Morning Bear, the vehicle for the singing and songwriting of John Runnels, along with members of the Denver Nexus Project. Welcome, Morning Bear. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you here. We've been hearing some uh, songs over the past, I guess, couple of years. You've, you've got a couple EPs to your credit thus far, and so excited to get to this new stuff. We'll do that in a bit, but you're going to start off with a song that listeners may be familiar with. Yeah, this song is called Traveling, and it was off of our most recent three-song uh, turns out it's a single, um, if it only has three songs, but a three-song <laughs> single called Take Flight. It's Morning Bear in the studio. All this time that I've been traveling, it's unraveling the truth. just began to seize my fleeting youth All along I had dreamed But it was a dream But it was a dream Just understand where I am meant to go And why home doesn't feel like home How is a man
That's Morning Bear in the studio, that version of Traveling here with members of the Denver Nexus Project. A, a big band here with us today, a nine-piece Morning Bear, a quintet made up of John Runnels on guitar and vocals, Nick Thornsbury on drums, Nate Marsh on bass, Michael Runnels on keys and vocals, and Talia Vlieger on violin and vocals. Joined by members of the Denver Nexus Project, we'll talk about them more in just a bit, but Kayla Hayes on cello, Evan Shelton on cello, C.L. Morton on violin, and Rihanna Fairchild on violin. Celebrating a couple of things. First, this new single, and uh, also the beginning of a tour coming up for Morning Bear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you stay busy. You, you tour quite a bit, it seems like. I try to at least get out a few months a year. Um, my true passion is the performance, not really the recording as much. So I get a lot out of traveling and playing music every day, even if it, it means that I put out less music. Well, first, by way of introduction, this project, Morning Bear, that is mm -hmm. uh, basically is, is you, John Runnels, right? Morning Bear is sort of a vehicle for my solo material, but I get a lot of help from Evan as far as string arrangements or different members will contribute. But uh, I have and often do travel solo when I'm on tour. So you're a bit over three years into this. It sounds like there was something of a, a leap of faith that, that you took in, in launching a music career. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I definitely had a quarter-life crisis, as you might call it, <laughs> and um, quit my job and took a one-way ticket to Europe. And that's about when this project started. What did that involve? I mean, were you, were you there busking in the streets or, or was it? Yeah, yeah, literally on the streets. I actually started as a street musician when I was 16 on the 16th Street Mall. Me and fr a friend would take the light rail down. And if I made enough money for the light rail tickets and both of our Chipotle burritos, <laughs> then that was good. Or, you know, whatever sandwich we wanted yeah, to eat. Yeah. Um, so I feel, I feel very comfortable as a busker. So, so you mentioned strings in your music and obviously uh, this quartet here with you today. Uh, one of your songs that we've been playing over the past couple of years, uh, Growing Up, is, is a song that I've loved for its kind of subtle intensity. You know, it's kind of, it's imbued with this drama that's, it's heightened by, you know, the lush production and the inclusion of strings. Uh, you've said that your vision for Morning Bear from the beginning is, has been this big orchestral sound. And you've got some help in realizing that from the Denver Nexus Project. How did that partnership come about? Well, Evan Shelton has been playing cello on and off with Morning Bear since the beginning of the project. Um, he's an incredible player as a sub for the Colorado Symphony Orchestra sometimes. He's helped me arrange the parts for the two strings and then recently had started this quintet project called the Denver Nexus Project, where basically they take contemporary and classical music and put them side by side. So um, they'll be playing, for example, a Philip Glass piece right next to... Uh, Seven Nation Army or some other contemporary piece. And mm -hmm. in the past, they've done Radiohead and Ravel and a couple other mashups. It's a really cool project. So when you're writing your songs, you know, separate from uh, not only the strings, but separate from, from your band even, when it's just you and, and a guitar, are you thinking of those those parts, the, the you know, sections where a string arrangement could go, or is, is that part of it in your mind? Definitely. For me, writing is usually a building process where I'll either come, I'll have a melody or I'll have a guitar part, and I'll lay other melodies and things on top of it. Um, I can't read music, but I can dictate it. So what Evan has helped me do is I will sing a part at him and he will, uh, he'll arrange it. So that's been a really good way of me being lazy and not having to learn, <laughs> but I should learn eventually. Well, it's Morning Bear in the studio and this is a good example of, of, of that drama I was talking about. We're gonna do a version here of Growing Up. Yeah. 
It's a pair from Morning Bear in our studios. You're right. It's the first output in two years from the band. Also heard Growing Up right before. I want to talk about Your Rights. We've got some other travels to talk about here in a bit, but that one uh, actually grew from a trip you took to Reykjavik, Iceland, and, and the Iceland Airways Festival last year. Yeah. Every year I've gone to Iceland Airways. Oh, you have? Okay. Um, for the past, I think, three. This will be my fourth year uh, attending and third year playing in the off venues this year. I originally stumbled upon it because the flight through Reykjavik to Denver was so cheap and so accessible from when I came back from Europe. And I discovered that they have an incredible music scene and just a, a vibe that allows creativity. Um, I don't know whether it's the the volcanic activity or what that makes <laughs> yeah. it so easy to get into a spiritual place. Um, but yeah, I was I was sitting in my Airbnb in the window with the cold air coming in and having an existential crisis like I often do. <laughs> and uh, that's where your right came from. What is this song uh, about for you? The song is about the balance between stubbornness and acceptance. Where do you continue when you know you might fail? How do you, how do you process the possibility of failure or even the inevitability of failure when looking at something that you want? It's like, it's, I guess you would say it's the balance between what you want, what you can have, and what you're going to do. Applicable to all life, I suppose, but to, yeah. but certainly to, a, to a, I guess, an artistic endeavor. Yeah, right? in a way, <laughs> I, in my mind, I guess I was kind of imagining maybe a soldier or something in a losing battle. Do you just stop fighting or do you keep going, you know? Uh, and that doesn't mean that you won't succeed, but it's that, it's that inner conflict of when do I quit? Uh, shifting gears just a bit, there's a city on France's northwestern coast called Brest. Oh, yes. Right? And for those that aren't aware, it's Denver's oldest sister city with a relationship that dates back to the end of World War II. And uh, it continues to, to, to manifest itself in different ways. And one of the latest of those is, is a music exchange that you've been a big part of. Uh, tell us what's happening and, and how your part came to be in that. Basically, when I first went over to Europe, I found out that we have a sister city in Brest, France, because I was in Sevilla, Spain, living next to Kansas City Avenue. And it had never occurred to me until that point that we had sister cities or that sister cities was even a thing. I speak a little French, and so I had the opportunity to go visit Brest and made friends with uh, Armel, who is the president of the Denver-Brest relationship out there. And he's a huge music fan. In fact, a huge Cure fan, which seems very French to me. <laughs> um, but uh, we talked about how there are high school exchanges and college exchanges, but there hadn't been a music exchange. So here we are two years later, and it's happening we're flying out October 2nd, and we're spending about two weeks in Brest playing a bunch of shows, meeting locals. And in um, July of next year, around the UMS, hopefully, we will be bringing some French artists here. Um, we've got grants in line. We had a fundraiser that raised over $2,000. Um, it's happening, and this is such an exciting project. That is so cool. So so uh, there's a Denver contingent heading out very soon. Who else is part of the contingent besides yourself? So Morning Bear is going out, Poets Row, and then uh, Nasty Nachos, which is Alex Anderson's uh, DJ project. So we have a little bit of little bit of dance, a little bit of cry, <laughs> and hopefully it'll be a good mix for them. Yeah, yeah. Returning that favor for n next year, the Brestian. Brestois. The Brestois. Les Brestois. <laughs> and is the plan to play uh, uh, various locations while you're there? Is it, uh, is, it, is, it, is it a sort of a barnstorming tour? or? Well, the core of what Sister Cities is, in the United States at least, is a way to bring peace through connecting people across borders. So more than anything else, this is a cultural exchange trip. 
we are playing about six shows and in a lot of different venues. We're playing in a library. We're playing in a house. We're playing at uh, a community center. Um, almost all of our shows are going to be free. But uh, we're also homestaying. We're going on trips to see historical sites. We're hopefully making friends and making connections to bring our cities closer together. I would imagine maybe you see this as the first of, uh, of uh, tradition. That would be amazing. If we could create a lasting tradition, uh, a yearly exchange from both sides, that would be amazing for me. And also, um, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know about Denver sister cities. We have 10 sister cities. So if this is a successful program, we could bring people from Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, or Nairobi, Kenya, or Aksum, Ethiopia, or all, we have, I mean, China, Japan, we have a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Speaking with Morning Bear, tonight's show at the Walnut Room, actually your last Denver show of the year, because you're going to be busy, you're going to be traveling all over the place yeah, com- we'll coming up. Yeah, we'll be back until probably December at least. Yeah. So Morning Bear tonight, uh, I, I was thinking of some way to connect Breast France with the Beatles. I, I, I couldn't find any, but... <laughs> This song is famously backed, at least one version, by a string quartet, so it makes a lot of sense uh, you're going to treat us with this. Uh, talk about the decision to do Eleanor Rigby. I've been a huge Beatles fan ever since I was a kid, and it's amazing to me how long-lasting their fame has been and how many amazing songs they put out in a relatively short period of time. Um, so it's a way, I guess, of me paying homage to a band that I really grew up with and also an awesome song, and I have the opportunity to play it because I have all the strings here today. Morning Bear with the Denver Nexus Project. Well, how about that? Eleanor Rigby in our studios is done by Morning Bear, the Denver Nexus Project with the strings. Morning Bear, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure.